Blog Talk Radio.
your number one source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network.
Let's get on with it. Hey, peace to the guys, y'all. How y'all doing? My name is So L, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. This is the foundation. We are high frequency. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the foundation where we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to correctly apply that correct information. I want to start off by saying all thanks, honors, praises due to the creator and the ancestors. I want to say peace to my big brother, Yusuf L., Uncle Yusuf L., Big Brother Yusuf, however you want to call him, High Frequency Radio Network, creator, extraordinaire, you know, PrivateSideSolutions.com. I mean, my man be working. Check out his YouTube page. He, I mean, he's got hundreds and hundreds of videos. You know, he stays working. So big up to the brother, Yusuf L. I would like to welcome you to check out welcome to the foundation.com. Make sure you sign up for the email list. You can find the pay- Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Instagram page. You can find the PDF section, get your free learn on. Just download this, download, download them. Just, da- just download it. You can book a consultation. You can make a donation. You can also find the education tab, Passport No Social, Part 1, Part 2. Trust Primer as well as Trust Series from the Foundation Part 1 and 2 all at the same spot that's welcome to the foundation.com I want to say peace to all the listeners all the live listeners all the live callers, all the live internet listeners, I want to say peace to all the archive listeners podcast listeners, mp3 listeners anyway you're checking out this show this broadcast, this podcast, I'm saying peace to you. As well, I want to say peace to all the trustees in private trustee training, as well as all of those investing in their private education. I want to say peace to anyone that's done business with in the private, anyone who has sent an email wish, I'm sorry, email well wish, current event, or Otherwise, added to the foundation. Definitely want to say peace to you. And we, you know, we out here, you know. Um, definitely out here. I trust the connection is great. I'm, I'm trusting ain't no choppy choppy. And as well as I trust if there is choppy choppy, y'all gonna let me know, let me know, let me know. So I'm gonna jump straight up into these current events. I trust y'all doing well, you know. Enjoying the, you know, enjoying the, you know, enjoying the summer. Is it summer technically yet? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not paying attention. But I am paying attention to these current events. So as I was saying, let's jump into this. And this is good news as far as I'm concerned. So I'm, I'm gonna lead off with this right here. So U.S. meat squeeze eases. On slaughter slaughterhouse revival slack in demand. 
know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is something that I was checking out. I was, you know, we were concerned that there was going to be a shortage of meat and that people would not be able to get the meat that they were looking to get. And, you know, people who don't have food, they get, they get tripped, they get a tripping. But, you know, Bloomberg.com, U.S. Meat Squeeze eases on Slaughterhouse Revival, slack in demand. Wholesale prices are falling as slaughterhouses recover from the pandemic-related shutdowns and traders brace for lower demand than usual over the Memorial Day holiday weekend. Enough workers return to American slaughterhouses that pork and beef plants through today were operating at 85% and 81% respectively of year-ago levels. That's a rebound from late in April when production of each meat fell by more than 30%. While a quick uptick means more product will be available to grocers, the pandemic remains an issue for the unofficial start of summer grilling season with limitations on group gatherings still intact. Quote, it's prime time for grilling and social events and you're not seeing the meat features that you typically do. End quote. This is Don Roos. Don Roos is the president of U.S. Commodities in Iowa, who went on to say, quote, so it is disappointing from a demand standpoint. So, you know, hey, the 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 capacity is up. It's back it's back in there. But you know, the demand the demand ain't looking too good just because a lot of people are in the house. A lot of people aren't, you know, going outside, not gathering around too much, you know, let alone grilling. Some people are. Consumers to feel long shadow of virus for quite some time. Yale University Stephen Roach examines what the world can learn from how China reopens its economy and the long-lasting effects of the coronavirus pandemic. I can check that out. That's on Bloomberg.com. Where we at? World Bank names financial crisis expert Reinhardt as chief economist. The World Bank today named former Bear Stearns executive Carmen Reinhardt as its chief economist, tapping a financial crisis expert who also currently serves on an advisory board of the International Monetary Fund, as well as the New York Federal Reserve. World, Bra- World Bank, excuse me, president, David Malpass said in a statement, Reinhardt's experience and insights would prove invaluable as the pandemic heaps economic pain on developing countries. She starts at the bank in June 15th. So, you, I'm, you know, I'm just saying this, bringing this up. You know, this is on Reuters.com. You know, the World Bank is hiring um, a financial cre- uh, crisis expert. So, you know, this stuff isn't over. It's just going to continue. Reuters.com, Fed debates longer-term crisis fighting plan. Federal Reserve policymakers still working to fully roll out a multi-trillion dollar effort to shore up financial markets and an economy cratered by the coronavirus pandemic last month dove into a new debate how best to support the economy during the recovery they now agree could be slower and more fraught than initially thought. Among ideas U.S. central bankers discussed at April's policy setting meeting, according to the minutes released today, more detailed guidance for the path of short-term interest rates and capping long-term interest rates. The Fed used the former in the last crisis 
the latter would be a first in the Fed capping long interest, long-term interest rates. It would be the first time they did it. There was no discussion of negative interest rates, a controversial approach to policy supported by United States Donald Trump president. Wait, my bad. United States President Donald Trump and in U.S. and Europe and Japan, but seen by U.S. central bankers as risky and ineffective. With tens of millions of Americans without work in an economy expected to shrink at its fastest rate ever amid widespread business shutdowns to limit the virus spread, the Fed has embarked on an all-out effort to calm markets for stall mass bankruptcies and set the stage for a fast recovery. That's Reuters.com. Y'all can check that out, man. I mean, I don't know how, how you feel about that. Y'all can check this out on Reuters, too. And this, man, this is a long article. Um, Shanghai gold boss wants super sovereign currency for post-crisis times. This is significant. The president of the Shanghai Gold Exchange called for a super sovereign currency to offset the global dominance of the United States dollar, which he predicted would decline long term while gold prices rally. Concern has mounted among some market participants over the dollar denominated system as the United States Federal Reserve cut interest rates to near zero and embarked on an unlimited quantitative easing to contain the economic damage of the coronavirus pandemic. The measures have helped to drive gold prices to more than seven-year highs this month, while the dollar has been range-bound. Future global trade needs a super-sovereign currency system under which no single country has the power to freeze the international assets. Man, blocks are be playing. Sorry about that, y'all. They straight up kicking me off. Luckily, I got the backup. Had to jump in here with the backup. Anyways. Future global trade needs a super sovereign currency system under which no single country has the power to freeze the international assets of another country. This is um, Wang. He's a, a senior role in China's central bank. He supervises the SGE, the Shanghai Gold Exchange. Wang foresaw a decline in the U.S. currency triggered by the Fed's monetary policies. Quote, when the Fed turns on the liquidity tap, the U.S. dollar will, in theory, be in a long-term depreciatory trend, end quote. Even though the panic of the current crisis could trigger a temporary scramble into the greenback, his comments on the new global currency echo a previous proposal to reform the international monetary system during the 2008-2009 financial crisis. Uh Xiao Xiao Chuan, I don't know, former governor of the People's Bank of China, said that crisis and its spillover called for a super sovereign reserve currency disconnected from individual nations. Wong said the concept was still older. Indeed, gold, one of the most ancient forms of money, falls into that category, but its supply is finite, limiting any role it can have in global trade. The problem with the dollar-denominated monetary system, he said, was that it left countries vulnerable to potential U.S. sanctions and Washington's power to freeze a nation's international assets in the event of a dispute. It is a weapon for the United States, but a source of insecurity for other countries. Wang said, the currency the world ultimately chooses for global trade must not be the one that gives someone privilege while exposing others to insecurity. Wang, the author, author of a book, The Principle of Training, 
economics did not explain how the new currency could work, but said it must be adapted to a post-pandemic world in which he said economic and political power would be more evenly spread. Quote, the global cloud of the United States will reduce while the status of the European Union and China will rise in global affairs. End quote. I, you know, hey, that, you know, hey, um, I would say paying attention to that. I would say paying attention to all this. You know, uh, why does it matter to us? Um, the, the dollar being the global uh, currency, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the global, what is it called? Uh, come on, man, work. Reserve currencies, the global reserve currency, allow it affords us um, certain privileges and benefits with regards to low prices. So, I think it's, you know, there's something, something to, think, to think, about. think about. Due to the fact that the quality of our life is going to change if the value of the dollar depreciates. Um, I don't know if that makes sense to you. I don't know how that makes um how that makes you feel. I don't you know, hey man, I don't know. But check this out though, you know, look. It's inevitable. When the value of the dollar decreases, it's going to take more dollars to purchase goods and services because the United States has very little manufacturing. It creates very little here in the United States. Those dollars will be used to buy things outside of the United States. With the currency being worth less, it's going to cost more dollars to purchase goods and you know services. It'll look like inflation or deflation in the currency or, you know, whatever they say in the inflation in prices of goods and services, which is really deflation in currency. But really what it's going to be is going to be the loss of the reserve power. Now, check this out. I'll check this out. Gold standard equals fiat in disguise. A lot of people calling for this gold standard. You know what I mean? And, uh, hey, you know, you can do what you want to do and believe what you want to believe. But real talk, um, you know, look. Sir Isaac Newton, you know what I'm saying, who back in 1717 set the price of gold at 77 shillings, 10 and one half pence per standard ounce, which is 22 carat or 0.91675, fine, a price that endured for 200 years. In reality, Sir Isaac, serving as master of the mint, recommended that the gold coin of the realm be valued at 20 shillings, 8 pence, which corresponded with 76 shillings, 7.6 pence per 22 carat ounce. But Parliament rejected his odd number and set the guinea at 21 shillings. Even. This, of course, compelled Sir Isaac to increase his mint price by mint price of gold by one shilling, 2.9 pence, in order to make 89 guinea coins out of two troy pounds of 22 karat gold at Parliament's price. Thus, it was Parliament, not Sir Isaac, who set the price of gold at 77 shillings 10.5 pence which was destined to preside over the rise and fall of an apparent monetary system known as the gold standard i'm sorry the gold standard pound sterling england's england's monetary unit containing 20 shillings with 12 pennies pence 
They call it Penny's Pence over in Europe. Messed me up when I first got over there. To each shilling was obviously a misnomer. Um, it has been e- over 700 years since the last time 240 pennies were made out of each troy pound of sterling silver. From the time of Edward I on, English kings had been making more and more pennies out of the same troy pound of sterling silver. Blah, 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 blah. Where do I want to get to this? When Parliament set the value by setting gold, silver... Okay, so it's by setting gold and silver ratio value at about 1 to 15.2 instead of 1 to 15, suggested by Sir Isaac, Parliament initiated a long-time policy of drawing gold to England at the expense of silver. And this is kind of hard to conceptualize or wrap your mind around. I had to read this a couple times to understand what this man was talking about. But he's ultimately talking about Gresham's Law. Because gold was thereby... Set to buy more silver in England than it did in continental Europe, Gresham's Law would compel speculators to buy gold on the continent, sell it in England, and take the proceeds and silver back to the continent for the next round of gold purchasing. Gresham's Law is rendered in quotation marks. I don't know what that must have been a typo. After two generations... Um, enough gold was accumulated in England to make it possible for, for the first overt move toward replacement of the ancient bimetallic silver and gold standard with monometallic gold standard. But when the first law to that effect, providing that silver coins should not be legal tender for more than 25 pounds in one payment except for its bullion value, and quote, when it was formally enacted in 1774, quote, its significance was not fully understood at the time, end quote. This long-term policy of drawing gold to England was challenged by Napoleonic France, where gold and silver ratio was set still higher at 1 to 15.5. But after Waterloo, with England free of immense financial burden of supporting enemies of France, gold standard was openly adopted in England by way of the monetary reform, whose significance was not fully understood again. Um, Let me see. I'm trying to move because I want to get to this, you know, get to the show. Where we're dealing with debt collectors and collection agencies, but I'm trying to get to this point. We can have honest money. Let me see. Here we go. The fact that England had a gold sovereign that was worth one pound sterling was immaterial. What really mattered was that one pound sterling was no longer defined as 20 sterling silver shillings, but as 20 token shillings. What it meant was that for monetary purposes, gold was no longer priced in silver. Gold must be priced in something other than gold. Otherwise, every sale of gold would have to end up as exchange of equal amounts of gold. And that something other than gold must have full intrinsic value of its own if the honest money regime is to be maintained. It was, demonet- it was the demonetization of silver. And here's the argument. The demonetization of silver that introduced a fiat unit of account. But because it was done through the kitchen door, so to speak, by way of pricing gold in terms of gold rather than in terms of silver, no one had any reason to question as long as the gold definition of the fiat unit of account was maintained, as long as the sterling bills were being redeemed in gold sovereigns. We can have honest money when gold is priced in silver and silver is priced in gold, physical silver and physical gold. But once gold is priced in printed pieces of paper instead of pieces of silver, the honest money is gone. Even though the formerly 
silver, and now fiat units of account are defined in weight of gold because there is no natural limit on the overall amount of printed pieces of paper as there was on overall amounted pieces of silver. Uh, where we got whose value is not defined, blah, blah, blah. Under gold standard, the value of gold sovereign was therefore 21 tenths. Years ago, Hollywood comedy in which one brother becomes suspicious that the other is secretly bringing his secretary in their home because she happened to know that the bathroom is upstairs, so he confronts her. How do you know the bathroom is upstairs? Because the kitchen is downstairs. All right, man. A fiat unit of account, whether evidence with a printed piece of paper or a token coin, is a fiat unit of account. Even if its definition in weight of gold is maintained for 100 years, it is not a unit of account that has intrinsic value of its own other than gold. When silver and gold standard is replaced with gold standard, it is false to represent the new system as still honest money. Despite all the appearance to the contrary, gold standard is already a fiat money system. Uh, the populist representatives of American farmers grasped this truth all too well over a century ago when they assisted, insisted on restoration of silver as money alongside gold after provisions for free mon- minting of silver dollars were minted from Specie Resumption Act of 1873. They did not wait for anyone to explain it to them. They knew the fraud when they saw one. England replaced silver and gold standard with gold standard. To be able to confer upon her sterling, sterling bill, bill a world reserve currency status on par with gold itself. Upon that sterling bill, the whole imperial power rested. Once the gold standard was in place, the monetary base of the British Empire could be some, su- supplemented with paper gold, thus making real gold available for massive predatory interventions on the other markets. So what they're doing is they're taking real gold and using it to intervene in other markets. In the form of periodic infusions and withdrawals of gold, which was the real reason for periodic booms and busts all over the world. So-called business cycles under gold standard were wrongfully attributed to capitalism. As such, they were only the results of financial bubbles hatched and milked by the bankers of London. And when those bankers would occasionally lose control over their machinations and their shirts in the process... um, England, the the Bank of England always stood ready to bail them out. They were ripping off other nations without incurring military expenses. They were providing England with the fruits of war without war. And this is why the pen, this is why they say the pen is mightier than the sword. The Bank of England can print the world's reserve currency as the Fed and now the European Central Bank can in our days. Before the gold standard era, era, trade moniker for payment in cash was gold or silver. During gold standard era, it became gold or pound sterling. And along with this change came the persistent propaganda that gold standard was accepted by all civilized nations. In reality, all civilized nations adhered to silver and gold standard. And it was in England alone who was pushing gold standard upon the world. But the silver and gold standard that lasted a millennia would not lie down and just die because England declared it not civilized. Silver had to be killed. British government's inaction and acquiescence of the unification. I'm trying to get to this thing. Hold on. Let me find. Uh, Yeah. 
England was losing silver to one-sided trade with China. China was on a silver standard. And ever since the people of China of England acquired a taste for tea and silk and porcelain, England's silver was flowing to China because traders of China were buying little in exchange. If the Western barbarians liked Chinese tea or silk, they could buy it for silver, but the traders of China felt they had everything worth having and saw little need to buy from the Europeans. The hemorrhage of silver to China was acute enough to threaten construction of gold standard house of cards. One way loss of silver to China would raise its price to England, which would lead to a de facto monetization of silver. To keep their gold standard game going, the English gentlemen resorted to pushing opium upon the people of China. Here was one product the Chinese did not have, and once they tried it, they would ask for more. Quote, by 1830, the opium trade at Canton was said to be the most valuable trade in any single commodity anywhere on earth, end quote. Twice within one generation in 1840 and 1858, British Navy intervened to force the emperor of China to open borders for, quote, free trade, end quote. Those, so they, the British Navy intervened to force China to open its borders so they can bring opium into it. Into it. Those interventions were, are well known in history as the Opium Wars. What is not taught in history classes is that opium was smuggled to China um, also on Yankee Clippers, so American Clippers. The very best Mayflower names in New England are on the long list of Yankee opium traders. Opium money was behind many um, American fortunes of the 19th century. Russell and company was the biggest U S dealer in opium and the third largest firm in the Indian opium trade, British or American colonial India was the source and China was the market. Unlike their British counterparts, American clippers also used Turkish opium. Warren Delano, the second of Fairhaven, Massachusetts was one of the consecutive heads of Russell and company in Canton In a letter home. He described his endeavor as follows quote. I do not pretend to justify the prosecution of the opium trade in a normal and philanthropic point of view. But as a merchant, I insist that it is and has been fair, honorable and legitimate trade. And to say the worst of it, liable to no further or weightier objections than it is to importation of wines, brandies and spirits into the United States, England, and etc. So he's he's uh, uh, likening pushing opium into China as the same as bringing uh, liquor into the United States. Having made his fortune in China, Warren Delano, Delano, my bad, settled in Newburgh, New York. One of his nine children, Sarah Delano, married a widowed neighbor, James Roosevelt. Their only son was Franklin Delano Roosevelt of New Hyde Park, New York. Quote, when the columnist Westbrook Pegler accused the president of living off the fortune left by an old buccaneer, he had arrested it from a slave traffic as horrible and degrading as prostitution, the White House maintained a discreet silence. Quote, but Eleanor Roosevelt had been stung by Pegler's charge, and when she visited Hong Kong in 1953, she made a point of asking a veteran British merchant about the opium era. After talking with him, she reluctantly concluded, I suppose it is true that the Delanos and the Forbes and the Forbeses, like everybody else, had to include a limited amount of opium in their cargoes to do any trading at all. What gives this story even more poignant dimension is the fact that the fortune of Franklin Delano Roosevelt was living off was the second fortune of Warren Delano. 
man. Descendants and heirs of Mayflower luminaries who were taught by English gentlemen that the road to a great family fortune in the country squire life style led through destruction of other people's lives. By the turn of the centuries, China had 30 million opium addicts, could not possibly have any qualms about betraying heritage of American Revolution in exchange for pro-consular vestments of English imperial government of the world. The opium skeleton in many of the Mayflower family closet explains why was it so easy to recruit America's best and brightest into the service of the foreign elite? Man, y'all should check this out, man. I'm not going to read any more of this, man, because I'm running out. I feel like I'm running out of time. And I should do a whole show on how the gold standard is really a fiat standard or fiat currency standard in, in disguise. But let me jump into this real quick and I'm out. We want to jump into the show. So real quick, Steve Mnuchin says employees who reject offer to return to work are ineligible for unemployment benefits. This is Fox News. So if you are invited to go back to work and you reject going back to work, you are uneligible for unemployment benefits. A lot of people are getting more money on unemployment than they were, um, you know, otherwise. And, you know, they don't want to go back to work because they they ain't going to get the same amount of pay. And, you know, they're ready for that. They, They bottom line, they're ready for that. CNBC, like I've been saying, gold, gold gains as, as recession looms, even as economies reopen. CNBC, gold firms on stimulus wave, doubts of doubts about a vaccine. I've been t- trying to tell people to get this, get your hands on this gold. CNBC, highly indebted zombie companies control more than two million U.S. jobs. Heavily indebted zombie companies happen to control 2.2 million jobs at the time when the U.S. is in deep employment crisis. The companies occupies a large swath of American industry from big conglomerates to the restaurants and bars that have suffered so much during the coronavirus pandemic and the associated social distancing measures that have torn a hole through the United States economy. At sector level, they range from 233,000 jobs, 738,000 in insurance, the unemployment rate has surged to 14.7%. Some of the biggest names have actually found it easy to raise more debt during the present crisis. Uh, zombie companies, what zombie companies are. These companies are just, you know, companies, basically, they're, they're walking dead companies. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're just waiting to go under, to go out of business. And apparently these companies are responsible for, you know, over 2 million jobs right now. Um, more than 100. <clears throat> no, let me do this one. Pier 1 Imports. Y'all know Pier 1 is about to go out of business and close all of its 540 stores. The retail apocalypse is, 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 is not even going to stop. Pier 1, the seller of wicker chairs and scented candles, said it will go out of business and permanently close all 540 of its stores. The Fort Worth, Texas-based company said yesterday that it was unable to find a buyer for its businesses after filing for bankruptcy protection earlier this year. It will start going out of business sales as soon as it can reopen stores that have been temporarily shut due to the pandemic. Pier 1 traces to a single store in 1962 that sold beanbag chairs and love beads to hippies in San Mateo, California. It expanded to offer just about anything for the home from lounge chairs to curtains, and later adopted the logo from hippie to hip. 
as its height peer at its height pier one imports have more than 1200 stores but in re- recent years sales have fallen as it struggled to compete Wayfair and Amazon who sell sofas coffee tables and lower price delivery other chains that failed to connect with customers have filed for bankruptcy protection recently including JC Penney and J Crew so you know the United States you know this stuff ain't going to be it's not going to you're not we're not going to be able to recognize it you know, when all this stuff is over, it's going to be, it's going to be completely different, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll be all right, but pay attention because more than 100 million people in China face new lockdown as second wave of COVID-19 cases emerge. This is yesterday. Nearly 108 million people in China's Jilin province could be forced back into lockdown after a growing group of new coronavirus infections triggered a black a backslide in the nation's push to return to normal. The abrupt reversal in China's northeast region has once again cut off public transportation, closed schools, and led to another round of quarantine. Fan Pai, who works at a trading company in a nearby province of in a nearby province, told Bloomberg that people are starting to feel more cautious again. Quote, children playing outside are wearing masks again. It's frustrating because you don't know when it will end. The new clusters of the, of the virus cases have also ignited everyone's worst fear that a second wave of the deadly disease could be on the horizon. Over the weekend, 120 new cases were, were reported. Chinese officials initially pinned the con- contagion's re-entry on Russia, but admitted local transmission also occurred. How China handles its second wave of coronavirus likely will serve as a template for other countries. So, you know... You got another you got another wave of this stuff coming, man. There's another wave coming. And you know, if it if it's if it if it happens in in China where you know this stuff began, then more than likely we're going to see the same um type of situation. All right. Let's get into this show dealing with debt collectors and collection agencies. I would like to welcome you again to the foundation. I appreciate you. You know, to anybody, uh, any trustees that are uh, checking out the show and I ain't talked to you yet, I got some, I had some personal stuff pop off for the past few days and I've just been completely unavailable. I almost didn't even do the show. You know what I mean? But I'm good. Everybody's good. And I will be begin returning calls to trustees tomorrow a.m. Tomorrow, Anthony Meridian. Tomorrow morning. So, you know, anybody who was looking for me, who haven't talked to me, I've been slammed. I got personal stuff, just just blah, blah. So, all right, with that being said, the foundation, dealing with debt collectors and collection agencies. Check it out, man. Because, bottom line, a lot of us, you know, you know, a lot of us got jobs. A lot of us didn't go to work, man. A lot of us, you know, may have jobs where, you know, the the job didn't didn't open back up. Maybe y'all, maybe somebody works at Pier One, and you know, Pier One is going out of business. They're closing. They're closing all their stores. There's going to be restaurants. There's going to be certain establishments that don't open back up. There's going to be a lot of people looking for jobs. There's going to be a lot of competition for jobs. In this situation, you know, some of us, not all of us, some of us have been foregoing paying certain bills. 
You haven't paid certain bills, certain, you know, certain expenses are, you know, unacceptable. And it happens. It is what it is. You know, it's not anything, in my opinion, to be, you know, concerned about, worried about anything like that. But what I will say is. Given the current situation and what's going on and how it's going to go on, you know, some of some of us are are not going to be able to pay some bills, you know. Some of us are going to have issues paying bills. Some of us are going to get behind. Some of us are going to completely default. Not going to be able to pay our bills. Not going to be able to, you know, hey, pay the debts. I'm not going to, I'm not here to talk about whether debts are legitimate, whether it's a real debt or if it's fake or whatever. I'm not here for all that. None of that. You know, because the consequences, in my opinion, of not having your stuff together is detrimental to overall lifestyle, you know? Bad credit is detrimental to your overall quality of life. And you can argue it all you want, but unless you got bread, like super bread, and you don't need any credit, um, you having bad credit is going to negatively affect your lifestyle. It's going to affect the quality of life. It's going to negatively affect what you're able to do, where you're able to go. The things that you're able to buy, you know, it's it's it is what it is. Having a credit card that has ten thousand dollars on it is very convenient, where you can pay for some five thousand or something and pay over time and pay interest. Now the thing of it is, and having credit cards, I say you use them as debit cards. Run the, run the credit card as soon as you get home. Make the payment for what you just ran. I do not carry balances on credit cards. If you can't afford it, you shouldn't be putting on a credit card. Absolutely not. But there are different protections and points and so on and so forth. So if you're going to be buying something anyways, you might as well run through your credit card. Because you're going to get benefits. But carrying a balance on a credit card is a big no-no. Why? Because credit card interest is crazy. It's stupid. There's nowhere else in the game where you can get guaranteed 25% interest besides credit cards. Those contracts are, are, are crazy and they're crazy one way. In, in in the benefit of the creditor or the alleged creditor. So credit is important, bottom line. Whether you believe it or not, you may not understand credit, you may not understand how it works, but it's important. So, you know, given the situation, given what's going on, given how things have transpired. Things are opening back up. People are going back to work. Traffic is getting, is getting stupid again. But when, you, when we're in this situation, there's going to be some of us that are going to inevitably be dealing with collections and debt collectors. Now, I don't, you know, I don't purport to be any type of Guru, when it comes to you know dealing with debt collectors, but I will tell you, there's a secret sauce to this dance, man. Now, when it comes to original creditors, that means you you, you hit up Capital One or whatever, apply for the credit card, and weren't able to pay the debts, you know. You weren't able to pay. 
that's what's known as like you know the original creditor situation and those are a little bit more you know eh, you know a little tricky when it comes to you know debt collections and and, and, and and credit reports but when you're dealing with debt collectors and collection agencies these are third parties these are not the uh, the companies or entities that you were in contract with for the credit for you know for the alleged credit whatever I'm not going to get into it but when you're dealing with a third party when you're dealing with debt collectors and collection agencies and of course you know even the you know the the the, the original alleged creditor when attempting to collect a debt is acting as a debt collector but I, you know I'm not trying to confuse let's just talk about third parties and debt collection agencies you know some third parties are going to be law firms going to be lawyers it's going to come from a law firm you know so a third party would be let's say you weren't able to pay the credit card and it got charged off or something like that and then you got this third party this you know uh, reliance recovery server services or whatever sending you letters trying to get trying to get uh, you to pay for this alleged debt now I'm going to tell you this you know what I'm saying look you got to be careful with third party debt collectors yo simply because you're dealing with the administrative process they have a, a claim for, for an alleged debt and 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 that initial presentment and you you know y'all need to grab that, that document dealing with presentments man it's a, it's, a, it's a great pdf let me write it down y'all email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com I will email you that document for free dealing with presentments because anything that you get in the mail is a presentment you're being presented with something it's an offer you know what I'm saying especially from a third party debt collector law firm whatever they're offer it's an offer it's a commercial offer and that commercial offer is the contract and that contract is you know hey you you owe this you know we got this information you owe this and uh, you know we're looking to collect that go ahead give us this bread <clears throat> now like I said we're, I'm talking about third parties please understand what I'm saying third party debt collectors collection agencies law firms attempting to collect debt and not a law firm attempting to collect debt on behalf of the you know the overall credit card company but man I'm finna drop some jewels man and I'm, I'm already I already am but like, look, when it comes to this stuff, it's so simple. It seems impossible. It doesn't seem correct. It it seems like, yeah, right. Look, man, just follow what I'm saying. Even with the original, I've consulted with people, with, with clients who had a debt from the original creditor. And if you understand the administrative process and you understand the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act, I mean, you can do some real, some real, you can do your dance. Is what I'm to, you can do your dance, man. So look, the, the main thing that you need to look at in the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act, and I feel like the FTC, FTC, 
FTC. Because I'm about to tell y'all. Fair Debt Collections Practices Act. Yeah, they got this on the website. Like they got it right here. On the website on the FTC.gov. But like they had Man, because look, I don't know. Look, I was messing around on the website one da- one time, man. This is a couple years ago, and I found some spot where if I put if you put your address in there, they will send you copies, like ten copies of the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act, and like however many copies, um, free copies. Let me see, free copies. Annual, no, no. Man, they was they will send you. They send me. They send me books of this stuff, man. I'm giving it away. I'm like here, take this. Debt collections facts. Uh, fixing your credit. Publication. Fraud alert. Credit tools. Okay, so this is this stuff is for. Oh, oh, oh. Ah oh, man, okay, so maybe I'm gonna have to do um do a show on you know, on this man, but free. But anyways, like they they sent me like these they sent me these copies, man. Um Kindle edition. That's not right. FTC. Fair debt. Okay, so they got the older copies. Here it is. Oh, man, did I find it temporarily out of stock? Of course. Man, look. Okay, so check it out. Um, it's bulkorder.ftc. Okay, man, look, how do I get this to you? I'm going to put it in the chat. Y'all y'all online? Should I put it in the chat? Because you can order copies. They'll send this stuff to you for free, and they got the PDF right here. I'm going to put the link in the chat right here. If y'all y'all can check out the chat, but this is what I did, and they sent me they sent me the books they sent it they sent it for free. So there you go. If y'all look look, there's a link in the chat. Um, you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all gotta go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash high frequency. Click on the the show right now, and then click on the chat. And then man, I was gonna I'm, I'm trying to think of people in the archive, man. Cause there's a PDF, but bottom line, man, let me keep it moving. Okay. So, uh, I'm gonna keep this, I'm gonna bookmark this window just in case y'all want to find it, but it's, um, ftc.gov forward slash tips, hyphen advice, forward slash business, hyphen center, forward slash guidance, forward slash fair, hyphen debt, hyphen collection, hyphen practices, hyphen act. I don't know, man. And then, you know, it says, or copies and I click on it. It says temporarily out of stock. It says all publications and shipping are free. And this is what I found, yo. I mean, I'm telling you, because they know. They, they know what's good. And um, I'm going to put it in the chat again. I'm going to put it in the chat again. They know what's good. And if you read it, they, they sitting there telling you that these people are, are trying to collect this debt. 
and this debt isn't valid is really what's going on, you know, is the debt valid and stuff. So look, the name of the show is dealing with debt collectors and collecting a collection agencies, you know what I'm saying? So the easiest way to deal with these fools, you know, is is you get one of these books, Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, you get the PDF, you get your hands on it, right? And you look at um uh, where we at? Validation subsection 809. Validation of debts. It's 15 USC 1692G is where I'm at. 15 USC 1692G. All right. It's under validation of debts. Notice of debts, content, so on and so forth. And this is the administrative process, y'all, I'm telling you. Within five days after your initial communication with the consumer in connection with the collection of any debt, a debt collector shall, unless the following information is contained in the initial communication, the consumer has paid the debt, send the consumer a written notice containing the amount of the debt, the name of the creditor to whom the debt is owed. I'm going to move to B, all right? B, disputed debts. If the consumer notifies the debt collector in writing within the 30-day period described in subsection A of this section that the debt or any portion thereof is disputed or that the consumer requests the name and address of the original creditor, the debtor, I'm sorry, the debt collector shall cease collection of the debt or any disputed portion thereof until the debt collector obtains verification of the debt or a copy of a judgment or the name and address of the original creditor and a copy of such verification or judgment or name and address of the original creditor is mailed to the consumer by the debt collector. Okay, so they they wrote that confusing on purpose, man. Confusing on purpose, all right? 100%. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you like this. Owing money is private, all right? Contract, even even a credit card contract is a private contract. So, there's two ways I'm gonna hit you up. If 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 you owe money, right? If look, hold on, let's just be honest. I'm gonna go and keep it real. So bring it down to the level so we can all understand this, right? And we're dealing with debt collectors, third parties, collection agencies, and we cannot ignore the presentment, you know what I'm saying? That's the worst thing you can do is ignore the presentment, ignore the correspondence, ignore the letter. But if you hit me up and say, yo, yo, so you owe Yusuf some money. If I owe Yusuf money, if I have anything else to say to you, I'm going to ask you for Yusuf's number or Yusuf's address so I can go pay him the money that I owe him. This is honor. Use it private. This is this is if you live in and under the laws of the creator of the boundless universe. You don't have no problem. You if you owe debt and you are honorable, you ain't finna argue that joint. And if someone come up to you and be like, yo, yo, you just sent me to give me this debt. If you're honorable, I ain't finna give you nothing if I'm honorable. If I'm honorable, I ain't finna give you nothing. I'm finna get it, I'm finna give it to this person who I owe it to. Okay? This is natural law. The other part, what's the other part? Okay, so if you hit me up and you like, yo, 
Yusuf said that you owe him the debt, and I don't owe him debt. I'm a black man. Verify that. Show me something. Show me something from Yusuf saying that I owe him some debt, man. Come on, man. Verify that, man. Those are the only two ways you can handle it. If you hit me up and say I owe someone else some money, you a third party. I don't owe you money. I owe someone else. You hit me up and say I owe someone else money, and I'm honorable, and I'm a noble. There's only two ways I'm going to handle it. One is I'm going to say, yo, I need his address and his, and his number so I can get a hold of him because I actually do owe the brother money because I remember that. Now that you mentioned I remember that, and I wasn't even, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't even real with myself and real with Yusuf, and I didn't pay him. I forgot about it, whatever, whatever happened, whatever excuse I have. If I'm honorable, if I'm a noble, I'm gonna be like, all right, man, I ain't talked to you for a minute, man. Give me his number. I'm gonna get a hold of him. And if I'm dishonorable, I'm gonna I'm gonna dispute it. I'm gonna start arguing with you. But if I don't owe it, I'm gonna be like, man, I'm, give me some verification, fam. Let me give me look, look. I ain't gonna just take your word on it. First and foremost, I ain't gonna take your word on the fact that Yusuf told you anything about me. First and foremost. And then second of all, I'm going to need some sort of verification that Yusuf did tell you something about me because you could just be running over here talking about he say, she say. This is third party debt collection in a nutshell. I'm telling you, I'm breaking it down. This is it. So when they say under disputed debts, and I'm, I'm hoping that y'all in, in, in part B, 15 USC, 1692G under B, disputed debts. If the consumer notifies the debt collector in writing within 30 day period that the sub of this subsection of subsection A of this sub of this section that the debt or any portion of thereof is disputed. So that's like yo, yo, I'm disputing that. Uh, you say Yusuf, Yusuf said you you telling me that Yusuf told you that I owe you money. Uh, I'm disputing that, fam. Yeah, right. I mean, that's disputed, fam. Or that the consumer requests the name and address of the original creditor. That's it. Those are the two ways I'm going to handle it. You come to me and say, I owe money I owe money to Yusuf. I'm going to ask you how I can get a hold of Yusuf. Or I'm going to tell you I don't owe him nothing. Those are the only two ways it's going to happen, fam. And this is what they're describing in this disputed debts with all these weird legalese words trying to confuse. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. <clears throat> so... The debt collector shall cease collection of the debt or any disputed portion thereof until the debt collector obtains verification of the debt or a copy of a judgment. Or the name and address of the original creditor and a copy of such verification or judgment or name and address of the original creditor. You know, that they just said a whole bunch of extra stuff. And then a lot of these debt collectors, these third parties, will send you or give you the name and address of the original creditor, and they'll give you copies of bills and statements and all this other stuff. I'm telling y'all, that is not verification. They'll even bluff you and say, this uh, satisfies verification under the F- Man, I, look, man, hold on, man. Let me, let me pull out, because I got some copies of stuff. Because, you know, I do uh, work with people. You know what I mean? I help people out. I definitely help people out. Or fee, but um, I got this file cabinet full of stuff, stuff that I've written myself, you know. Um, 
because, you know, I've learned and I've come to learn that it is what it is. It really is what it is. Okay, here we go. They'll say some stuff like, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. I'm about to find it. I'm about to find it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Man, and they will they will send you. They will try you too. They will definitely try you. Ah, uh, come on, man. I apologize. I got wires all over the place. I was a little less than, you know, a little less than uh prepared to pull this out with these letters, man. These consultants and these diversifieds. But I'm trying to um, find something I can read that's not going to give away the client's information. So bear with me for a second. Because this stuff right here, this is the sauce right here. And I'm I'm trying to tell y'all, man. I'm I'm really trying to tell y'all this right here is the sauce. Okay. In close of the requested statements as provided by our client that confirmed the charges. Y'all. <laughs> our office is in receipt of your request in regards to the above reference account. Please be advised we have confirmed with our client that the name and address listed on the account in addition to the amount owned, owed is valid. And close are the requested statements as provided by our client that confirmed the charges. If we can be of any further assistance, so they, they uh, confirmation charges y'all is not verification. I'm just gonna let y'all know. Um, they got a response, and they did not respond. In response to your dispute, here we go. Here's another one. In response to your dispute or inquiry on the above reference account, our client has provided the enclosed information information to substantiate the balance outstanding. If you have any further questions, does is, is, is substantiate validate? It's not. Y'all got to watch. Y'all got to pay attention to how these fools be talking. Here we go. I'm writing in response to your letter dated. We understand that you are concerned with recent paperwork you received. Specifically, you indicate that the paperwork says it's not a bill. You're confused. Indicates the balance is due. Accurate in, in collections is up is the utmost importance, blah, blah, blah. Our records indicate that your, that your current balance is, and they say a number, and they start talking about uh, confirming the balance, the original, based on their records. This balance is based on services. Um, the information sent fulfills our legal requirement to verify the debt owed, notwithstanding the additional information requested on the letter. And they will try to bluff you and try to tell you this. Ver- this uh, what is this information sent fulfills our legal requirement to verify the debt. And they they said that like this this person. That I was going back and forth with on behalf of a client actually said that in in the letter. You go bluff, and they will bluff you. I'm telling y'all, man, they will bluff you. They will try to bluff you all day. Y'all need to look into a Black's Law dictionary and see what verification. See what verification means. Black's Law fourth. If you're a trustee, jump into the trustees dissemination folder. You got all the Black's Law dictionaries up in there. You got the Bouvier dictionaries up in there. Y'all need to look up what verification means. Understand what disputed debt means. And understand what verification, not necessarily validation, because validation and verification are two different words. 
But verification is a very, very powerful point of dispute. Very powerful. And if you understand what verification means, and look it up, read it, and then you're going to see a couple more words. You have to look those words up too. But understand what verification means. And when you understand what verification means, then understand what verification is. Straight up. Then you will understand one of the one of the coldest things of all this and why people run around saying it's not my debt, it's not my debt, it's not my debt. I'm not saying anything else beyond that, really. You know what I'm saying? We got four minutes left in the broadcast, 424-222-5250. Otherwise, you will get cut off. I am going to stream. But as we come out of this lockdown, I wasn't, I, you know, I, it wasn't my choice to lock to lock down. It wasn't my choice to quarantine. Um, if given the choice, I might have made the choice. You know what I mean? It's possible. It's quite possible. But I wasn't given the choice. Neither were you, you know. A lot of jobs shut down, buildings shut down, things is done. You know, some of us are not going to go back to work. We're in a situation that, you know, wasn't necessarily created by us. And, you know, given the circumstances, maybe we are take, have taken and will take our best swing at, you know, remaining in honor. But if you get into a situation with debt collectors, third parties or not, you need to understand what the word verification means. You really do. It's very important. It's very important what I'm telling you. It's very important what I'm saying. It's the administrative process. You need to study the administrative process. It's very important that you study the administrative process. It's very important that you understand the fundamentals of doing business in this corporation, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, in this realm, in the public. Understand what a consumer is. You know, there's definitions in the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Understanding what a consumer is. A lot of people say natural person. Natural person, that the designation natural person is given to trust and entities that are governed or administered by natural persons. A lot of people don't know that. You need to look into this stuff. But the bottom line is, is when you're dealing with debt and debt collectors, You need to understand what verification means. And once you ask for verification, they must provide it. And if they don't provide it, they have no right putting anything on your credit report. And a lot of times, they're going to move forward and put it on your credit report. And that's when you get into the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act. And you have to state that I requested verification and verification was not provided according to the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act. Now you have a case and a claim because there is harm. Reporting inaccurate and unverified information is not only illegal, but it is detrimental to your your credit, your quality of life, which is important. 
Y'all don't understand what's good. Y'all understand what's going on. I know I talk about the foundation. We talk about trust left and right. But as, like I said, as this stuff begins to open up and we begin to go back and people start going back into work, I mean, you might even get back to work and hours be cut. You can't even, you're not even making the same money you was making. You're not going to be able to afford uh, or, or sustain the same or similar lifestyle that we were beforehand. And it's not, it's not our fault, man. I didn't create a pandemic, fam. And I'm, I'm not going to suffer for it. Especially financially, credit-wise, because we're dealing with some sort of, you know, some sort of, you know, uh, orders and shutdowns and all this stuff that has nothing to do with me. Understanding, verification. I can, man, I can't say that enough. Understanding legalese and verification. Verify the debt. If they don't verify the debt, they can't do nothing. They might do something, but they can't do nothing. And if they move forward and they start doing that dance, you better start getting that bread. You better read that stuff. You better make these claims. You better file these court cases. Even if you don't know, even if you're scared, even if you ain't sure, you better file that joint. Because if you make a claim for which relief can be granted, the court must provide you relief. Even if you don't know the proper procedures. If Once you put the right claim in there, it has to be moved. The court has to move in a certain way. And if you don't get what you want, you go to appeal. You got to understand, Article 1. Article 1 court ain't, 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 it's not, nope, nope, you got to appeal, you're going to lose, you didn't lose, actually, you didn't lose, you got lied to, now you got to appeal, and your honor, they did not verify the debt, I asked for verification, they did not provide verification, according to the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act, and then they went and proceeded to report unverified information on my credit report, which caused me harm. I've had to take this many hours out of my life to attend to this matter. My hourly wage, my hourly rate for my time is $150. And per violation is $1,000 according to the, to the act. And I can show other harm, your honor. With regards to my finances, with regards to, you know, um, my my lack of uh, being able to make certain investments because my credit was harmed. My credit score was harmed and therefore I, I had opportunity costs that I miss. I have costs with regards to opportunities that I missed due to improper and unverified information reported on my credit report. They didn't verify it. Is this your debt? Do you owe this debt? Is it verified? Verify the debt, fam. Read verification. Look up the term verification in law dictionary, yo. They're going to have three other terms. Look those terms up, too. Understand what that means. Then, you know, start familiarizing yourself with The administrative process. Don't be afraid to write these fools back.
They're going to bluff you. This this fulfills our legal obligation for verification. They lying. They're lying. They're lying. They're not going to send you verification. If they had verification, they would have went and got a judgment. That's why it says in there, or a copy of the judgment. And a judgment means they can garnish your stuff. If you had a proper claim, you would just take it. But you don't have a proper claim, so you got to... You gotta, Interact with me for some sort of reason Or you gotta You gotta you gotta mail me letters Saying stuff But if it was what you say it is You could just start grabbing You start snatching up my stuff right It's a process There's, there's a legal process And it's administrative Sending the letters in the mail That's an administrative That's administrative Administrators to administrators, accounts payable and accounts receivable. Those those people are acting in administrative positions with regards to companies, accounts payable and accounts receivable. It is the administrative pro. There's a process when it comes to administration. There is no money. It's all process and procedures and policies and units of account, not units of exchange. Understand this fair debt collection. Go to court. Show up. Walk in there. You walk in there, they're going to assume you're an attorney. Why? Because people don't go to court. Why? Because they're guilty in their mind. You ain't got to be guilty. Don't be guilty. Follow the procedure. Follow the process. Validate the debt. Request verification. Verify the debt. You say, oh, verify it. Verify it according to the law, according to the act. Did you verify it according to the act? I know. I'm, I'm, am I repeating myself over and over? There's a reason. There's a reason. My people won't read. We won't read. Read. Read it, man. It's a paragraph. And then open up the law dictionary. And it's like three or four sentences for verification. And then look at the other ones. It'll take you 20 minutes tops to do what I'm telling you to do. And then you got to sit there and think, sit there and think, think, think. What did that just, what, what? So that means, oh, oh. So it means if it's verification, there's supposed to be something on the paperwork. And if it's not there, then it's not verification. No matter what they send. Look, fam, I'm going to tell y'all something. I had clients, man. The, the, the attorneys, it was a law firm, man. They sent copies of the application family they sent co- and, and I'm looking at these copies of the application like the other applications there was no signature but one of them had a signature and I was like yo is this your signature and she was like yes I was like that's how you sign your name and she was like yes and I was like man they got th- you had three accounts with these people and she was like yes 
I, I, I didn't ask Did you pay him You didn't pay him I don't care I showed her the, I showed her the application the, the copy of the application Where her signature And the date on it And she And then I showed her The other ones And I was like These ones they don't have They don't have signatures on them And she was like So Does that mean That the one with the signature I gotta pay And the other ones I don't And I was like It means I'm finna verify the debt Is what it means And I verified the debt And what happened Crickets not playing with you, man. I'm not playing with you. Crickets, man. Like at night. Y'all y'all know what I'm talking about. Go out at night. All you hear is little crickets, man. Nothing else. Verify the debt. You understand what verification is, man. You understand what verification is, man. You need to understand the fundamentals. That's why I say the foundation. If you don't understand the foundation, what are you doing? It don't it don't make no sense to me. Out here doing all this stuff, running up on stuff, just pushing buttons. Don't even know what the buttons for. With the signature, I'm telling you, they sent a whole copy, a whole entire copy of the application. With the man, look, with the man, look, with the signature on it, man. There is no money. So if there is no, you believe, you believe there is no money. Do you believe there is no money? <laughs> if people were around, there is no money. There is no money. So what's the obverse? I'm sorry, what's the reverse? Because if there is no money is the obverse, what's the reverse of there is no money? What's the reverse? What's the reverse of there is no money? There is no debt. <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, if you ignore them, you don't respond. They, they, what they did is they, they completed the administrative process. You, you silenced, you acquiesced, you, you walked away, you punked out, you didn't respond. They, they completed the administrative process and they finna put it on your credit. And once it go on your credit, good luck trying to get that joint off. It's gonna be tough getting it off because they be reinserting and they try to reinsert, reinsert. Once it gets on that file, it's, 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 you know, you got to get into the, you know, now you got to deal with the credit reporting agency. There's three of them. And then there's reporting agencies that are above the three where they go get to get their information. So it makes it tougher. They gonna send when they send you the stuff and you open it and it says you owe and you can pay this and you can pay half. You need to you need to respond to them fools. You need to re- tell them look look hey hey I'm not refusing to pay but I do need you to verify that debt homie. You ain't it ain't get that's all you gotta say. You can even put homie in there <laughs> straight up. You ain't gotta be all I'm sorry but contemplating the response I'm sending to you. You must not nah, man look verify the debt homie. Thanks player and then send it. They ain't got to be all elegant and eloquent. All you got to do is say verify and verification. Either verify, verification, past, present tense, whatever tense of verify you throw in there and send it to them. And really be cold if you send it um, certified mail with a return receipt because then they know you ain't joking. And some people be like, you, I got to do it with the notary. No, you don't. You don't. 
But I need a witness to say that I sent the stuff. No, you don't. No, you don't. Not with a third-party debt collector, fam. All you need is to fill out an affidavit saying that you sent it. Um, then they ain't they ain't going to fill out no affidavit over there saying that they didn't they didn't receive it cuz now you got an affidavit saying what you sent plus you got the green cards return receipt return receipt now you doing that dance i'm gonna sit in the lobby of the courtroom dancing let people walk by i'm over here moving my anklets dancing and people look at me funny all day i don't care why because everybody walking out these courtrooms is losing and we about to win today you ever see someone in the courtroom dancing outside the lobby? Just, you know, just dance. You'd be like, something wrong with that, dude. Ain't nothing wrong with me, fam. I'm, I'm doing my dance. Knowledge is power. Hands down. Knowledge is power. It's right in front of us, man. Like, if you mad at the government, if you say that, you know, then you, you haven't learned enough, man. You haven't been accountable. You know what? You got me. You got me. You know what? It's like getting stole on in school. So run up on behind me and steal on me. Everybody pointing and laughing and stuff. I ain't finna sit here and say how much how he he a punk. Oh he he a girl because he stole on me. He's not honorable. I'm not finna sit there and talk about that stuff. I'm not finna sit there and talk about the past. Man, you got me. You got me. You ain't finna get me again though. And that's how I am with the public, man. Oh yeah, you got me. You ain't finna get me again though. You ain't finna get me again. I ain't mad about you getting me. That was me slipping up. Oops, oops, whoopsie. But you're not finna give me again. You're not. Fool me once. Fool me twice. Twice is nice. So that's what I wanted to tell y'all, man. I'm over here knowing. I'm over here knowing that some of us ain't gonna be able to pay all this stuff, man, that we was able to pay before because things are different. I mean, some of us are good. Some of us are good. You know? Either way, it's important to know what it is. It's important to know what it was going down. And I'm telling y'all, y'all need to understand this Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Y'all need to understand if there is no money, then there is no what? If there is no money, there is no what? If there is no money. So, no, there is no money. What does that mean? Okay, well, you made a promise. You got a contract. Okay, but you, did you give me money, though? You gave me money? Because there can't be there can't be a debt on one side without money on the other. That's why y'all be talking about credits and debits. I ain't talking about credit. Okay, so you gave me credit then. Where did where did the credit come from? What was the source of the credit? And this is what people get into, man. And you know, just because I don't talk about it don't mean I don't know about it. But we got to get with the foundation first, fam. We got to get with the foundation. You learn the you learn the basics in boxing before you really learn anything else, man. And you can have some raw talent. You can be some raw talent fighter. Get in there with a boxer who's been boxing for five, ten years. He gonna he gonna work you out. He gonna work you out quick. So I'm just saying, man. You know we gotta get the training. We gotta hit the gym. What's the gym? The books. You think of it like that. I gotta hit the gym, fam. The gym for my mind. American jurisprudence, corpus juris secundum. Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Consumer debts. That's it, y'all. I invite you 
to email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Trusty training is banging. You know, uh, most, like I say, most will sell you the 12 step Fisher Price, my first trust kit. I mean, you know, it happens all the time. It happens every day. I've seen it all the time. I've seen some of the funniest trust indentures. I mean, seriously, like my man, you get this. My man got, my man straight went to Toys R Us website and downloaded the Fisher Price, my first trust indenture. And gave it to you, but most 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 of these people out here gonna sell, gonna sell you a twelve step Fisher Price, my first trust kit. <clears throat> but when it comes to mentorship, when it comes to administration, opening bank accounts, titling vehicles, homes, and trusts, where are those twelve steppers at? When you get into an issue, you know, when when there's a challenge, when you're looking to transition privately. And you just want to know, you know, maybe something that most of these gurus who think that they're so smart and so important that they think is stupid. It's minuscule. It's, hey, that's nothing. Why are you asking me that stupid question? It's not a stupid question, man. Give me back my stupid money then. I invite you to trustee training where you will have none of that and receive none of that. Just email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Or you can continue to do business in these public entities thinking that you're cool, thinking that you're smart, thinking that you know what's going on. But please believe you're going to get in that court and they're going to pull out some law or something that you ain't never heard of because it's the public and you don't control it. But you do control your private estate, and that control derives itself primarily from the private contract trust indenture. So the system of interrelating trust, business, trust, asset protection, trust, family trust is what is taught in trustee training. And like I said, email me, admin, at welcome to the foundation.com if you want to get down. I don't know. Maybe the world looks good to you and you're cool. Maybe you're not, you know, you're not even tripping. Like, you know what? I don't know why I so keep talking about trustee training. I'm, I, I need to learn trust because I'm good. Well, and you're good. But for those of us who are not, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I understand, you know, things are going on. I'm willing to work with you, but a closed mouth don't get fat. I ain't finna just jump out here and start just throwing stuff at you. So holler at me, I'll holler back. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Check out welcome to the foundation.com. We got the email list, PDF section, social media, the education section. It's time to learn, man. We're doing we doing the same this whole time. And what result? I've been, you know, how, how old are you? 20, 30, 40, 50, maybe? So you're, this whole time on this earth, you've been doing it one way. And what has it gotten you? And are you happy with what you have gotten? And if the answer to that is no, I'm not happy, and it hasn't gotten me anything, email me. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Let's do something different. Let's set up your private estate. Let's teach you how to properly administer private contract entities that are available and ex- accepted to do business in over 120 countries, according to the Hague Convention on Trusts. Check it out. Outside the jurisdiction of the United States, our entities once executed become a federal entity and not under the laws of the several legislatures. 
That's from a Supreme Court case. I just read it off the top of my head. You know that. But it is what it is, man. I'm out here just trying to do my dance for y'all, man. You know, hey, I don't know. Maybe in my last life I did some really terrible stuff, and I'm, you know, this life I'm just making up for it. Or maybe I'm just a really nice guy. Bottom line is, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. I'm going to do uh, some phone calls, man. I think, you know, Blog Talk is doing all right. But, uh, you know, I, look, some of me, and if it's not you, you might know someone that's going to get into some issues with some debt and some debt collectors. You know, now you have some information that people pay for and charge for to, you know, help you and yours, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll be stepping on toes. I don't care. I know there's people out here that get paid off of this Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, and I don't care. They ain't going to come see me, and they ain't going to say nothing to me. Anybody who get upset with me, I'm like, yo, it's public information. That's that's your fault for putting your business model based off of public information. Don't get mad at me and stuff. Like, I'm going to post over here, let my people wallow in ignorance because you over here banging public information. Get out of here, man. Anybody who got a problem with me breaking down the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, holler at me. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I love y'all. I'm telling y'all I love y'all, man. I, man, I'm not in a good mood. I don't know if you can tell, man. Since, like, Saturday, last Saturday, man, like a whole bunch of stuff hit the fan with my with my family and stuff, man. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really, really was not feeling doing the show, man. But I'm glad I did, you know, because I feel better. You know, doing good it makes me feel I'm not. And I knew I would feel better. I can feel y'all and I got people in chat. Thank you. It makes me feel better. But uh, yeah, I'm not in the best mood right now. I'm feeling kind of gangster right now. So uh, I apologize. My energy is a little. Eh. No, it's all love. I still love y'all, man. I'm still out here soldiering just for y'all, man. You know, standing, standing, all on the point. I mean, I'm right here on my post. With that being said, man, I'll take a couple calls and I'm out. It's a it's a great a great document. Um, email me at foundation dot com and just say document from the show. Um, what is the twentieth? Twentieth, and I'll know what you're talking about. I used to not write it down. Now I write them down. Now I be knowing what people are talking about and stuff. When they, all I need is the date to show. I know exactly what document you're talking about. Dealing with presentments, that thing is cold. That thing is cold. If you're not familiar with the administrative process, um, you can check it out. And dealing with presentments is a cold document. Email it to you for free, as well as uh, what you call it, what you call it, what you call it. Uh, it only hurts my laugh. What is that? Um, man, it only hurts my laugh. Uh, uh, creditors in their bond. Creditors and that breaks down the administrative process as well. Um, and and this is the type of stuff where you, you just study this stuff and think, and, you know, because they don't come straight out and just say because the game is to be sold and not told, and you know they're not going to law school and taking the bar card. You know what I'm saying? And you definitely definitely pay for that. Pay pay for years. You know what I'm saying? Years. This is what it is, man. And as I. Well, Proceed down and break through some pieces of truth, you know, 
uh, as I seek out the truth, so I will seek out the truth. So, and give it to y'all. You know what I'm saying? And this is what it is, man. Verification, man. That's that's the word. That's the word of 2020, man. Verification, man. Verify, man. Holla black. I go to online. You can hear 205-4147. Where are you calling from? Greetings. 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 Reporting live and direct, brother. It's your brother, Mellow Bay. Uh, you know what I mean? What up, fam? You got it, you got, you, doing, it man? you got it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just getting in not too long ago, actually getting situated. So one of my priorities, we got to start lining up our priorities and responsibilities and putting them things in proper order and position, you did, because divine order, divine order is a must. It's given to us by the creator. And a lot of a lot of things don't are not cooperating with us or coinciding with us economically because we're in order, proper order. The first thing you got to do is place your values in order. What's the most valuable thing? Yourself. You got to get yourself in divine order. That's just really what it is. You know what I mean? For a trust to work out, you're going to have to value yourself. You're going to have to value your family. You're going to have to value some things. You're going to have to actually step up the level of value, actually. You know what I mean? And that, that way, that's a way about means of learning contractual agreements, learning slick indentures, learning how to peep out certain jars and uh, words and terms that's used inter- interchangeably. So, that's one of the things we got to do. We just got to do it. Like you said, bro, uh, the pandemic, you know, it's not it's not because of us specifically, but it's due to the fact of humans actually as well, you know, sharing relations with each other. And that shows you how, how serious relations are. So, you know, if, if, if people can spread some international across the globe, what the hell we need to be doing for us actually governing our existence and our lives? Governing the shit we worked so hard for, excuse my expression. Govern governing what the creator has endowed us with daily. I get up every day and I give thanks for something. I do like my brother say, like he say, man, give thanks for ten things. Hey, you may be doing in a in a position so well where you can you can give thanks for more. If you can, beautiful. Do it. But if you can, the least you can do is give thanks for one thing, one thing major, and that will open up the doors and the sequence for more. But first and foremost, like you said, bro, straight up, hey, we got it. We got to get with it. This shit been going on for quite some while now, and it just, it makes you think and ask the question: What have we been doing as a collective? What have we been doing as a people? Like we supposed to be the, this country with endowed with so much resource, but now you see, you see where you at, and you see the status of everyone, even these so-called doctors, scholars, scientists. Hey, even your own president. Look at this. I mean, we we really we really gotta. I mean, honestly, we really gotta take some things to heart, fam. We really gotta do our homework, fam. We really got to jump in that gym, fam. I mean, seriously. The only way we're going to actually sustain our well-being in life and lifestyle is that we get off into trust. It's that we get off into this information. Because this what governs our existence. If you had not checked it out. So, yeah, fam. I'm just I'm just right now. I'm in, I'm in my peak where I'm feeling like, you know, 
we get up daily, bro, and we exert our energy for others. And not to say that's all bad, because like you say, if there's a business, someone got to keep the door, keep the floors clean. Someone got to close the building down and open it up. That's a given. But what we don't want to do is create a wave or another uh, offspring, so to speak, of slaves, of 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 those who have been volunteer into involuntary servitude. This has to change. Waking up daily complaining about shit, it got to change, straight up. It has to. And as we can see right now, this force is making us change. You quarantine, this is time for you to get your study on. Break open your laptop, go to Google, hit your brother up, get those doctrines, study, 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 study to show thyself approved. And when you're done, go back and study some more. I mean, seriously, we got we to gotta really do something now, fam. Honestly. This brother been dropping information and jewels for quite some while. And, you know, time is time is valuable. Time and space and energy is valuable, people. We know this. So, you know, place it in proper order and perspective. Indeed. You got to give thanks when you learn the value of information. You got to give thanks. So, you know. I'm just being real, man. Seeing him with the pen and pad, man. It's the first start you can do. Break out your pen and pad when the show come on. Start jotting down these definitions, these words, so we can start to learn and be more familiar with it and be a little bit more savvy. I mean, it's real. If so can do it, you can do it, fam. You all can do it. There will be no leaving no one up to take care and handle our affairs. There will be none of that. We're already doing that. Look what's going on. You got somebody managing Social Security. You got somebody managing disability. You got somebody managing the paycheck. Do you cut your own paycheck? Are you in control of things privately, not publicly? I mean, come on, fam. It's a beautiful life. But we got to come together and, and be the creators of it. Straight up. No matter how much turmoil and how much whatever comes down. So straight up, though, man. I'm just, I'm just spitting out. And reaching in, you know what I mean, and sharing from what I've learned, what I picked up on, what the brother putting down. I got people that's tuning in and listening to. Thank y'all for being out there, checking in, tuning in. Hit my brother up for real. You want to get to the next level, hit him up straight up. That's just really what that is, bro. You know what I mean? I give thanks once again, my brother, my brother from the mother, my brother. You did like so. That's my brother. Like nobody can't talk shit to them about that, bro. Bro don't, bro don't have a bad rap, none of that. His energy sticks with him. He has a great reputation for uplifting, changing the condition of people. I know this shit, man. I sent people to bro personally. So straight up, though. I mean, y'all tune in out there. Tune in some more. Go into the archives if you missed this thing. Go back to the archives anyway. Recap. You did. Straight up. I just want to just say that, man. I don't mean to hold it, and I ain't going to hold no longer, bro. It's just that, you know, I get kind of in my feelings and shit sometimes when we be getting into this thing talking about it. Because I know the importance of it. Yeah, I ain't reached certain levels, too, as being within the trust and trusting training. I'm being straight up with you. But I'm in the mindset of it. I'm in the heart of it. I'm in the field of it. And I open my wallet out. I'm thinking about private versus public. You dig? So that's what it is, though, fam. Straight up, though, man. It's all love. 
It's another brick in the foundation. Got to give thanks. Creative ancestors, forefathers, foremothers, all those are monsters. Indeed. So it's another one, man. Give the fam my love and definitely my, 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 give them everything, fam. No doubt. Positive, matter of fact, affirmations and positive vibes go out tonight to so well, everyone. Everyone. Put your minds together by the power of thought. We all are invested. Let's send that to the brother so well away. No doubt. Peace to the big brother Yusuf too as well, uncle. It's still month, the money mate. Solar returns. We all got solar return coming up. It's beautiful. Indeed. So yeah, man. So do your thing. Keep doing it. This too shall pass. So no doubt. So with that being said, brother, I'm here, man. You can mute me. You know, let the, let the next come about. You did. So I just want to give thanks again. And definitely, for real, on the, on, on the other side, we will link up. With that being said, peace to the God. Peace to the man. Appreciate you, man. Love and self. Have a day. I'll talk to you soon, man. Indeed. Peace to the gods. That's my brother. You met me. I have been down pretty much this day. You know? I'm not a, you know, I'm not a super flashy dude. I ain't gonna lie my, my face on the internet unless you're on there. What I did in my, my life before this, you know, before the life of soap, I had a different life. I ain't really into all that razzle-dazzle and stuff. So that being said, I have a smaller, you know, following. And, you know, of real people. I follow the, uh, the real. And I rather a small group of real brothers and sisters and a large group of fake people out here. You know, I'm dead serious. So, you know, you know reaches. For, for you, man, for Melo, you know, Melo, um, Yvette, you know, uh, Bay, Daryl from Brownsville, love y'all, 929, peace, my brother, peace, kings and queens, and all the different communities. My brother, you gave some valuable nuggets tonight, and that's what makes you stand out about a lot of things. And people have to understand, you're genuine and you're real. You're real to the point that, yeah, people not going to like the way you come out, but you're real with it, and that's what makes the difference. See, like you said tonight, closed mouths don't get fed. And you know, like me and my daughter had a talk the other day about our people. And we keep trying to be accepted by people that don't like us or respect us. All they know about us is if we make it to their jobs and make their money, make their profits. Now, all of us, people of color, the poor people, the unrespected people, the look down upon people, we out of jobs. We don't have the means to be. Everybody was sitting around waiting for this stimulus check. See, they sat around and they added up the numbers and they realized that's too much money to give us. So, again, my kings and queens, I ask you, what is your self-worth? You all home now. You 
got plenty of time to study. Did any of you download the PDF for my brother? Did any of you invest a couple of bucks to call in and get some counseling? Did any of you buy any of the precious metals like he advised you over a year ago? Because I'm quite sure if you all check, most of the precious metal holders have you if you order any place from a month to two months delayed, shipping delayed. They don't have anything in stock. See, kings and queens, when you procrastinate, you lose in the long run. Like I told all my family, my friends and my colleagues, I'm 56. Maybe I might not make it through the pandemic, but I'm setting up my house in order. That means business trust, family trust, foundations. I'm getting everything in order. Because when I do close my eyes, my kids, my grandkids, and the future generations are going to be correct. You all are home now. Don't look at yourself because you already lost the race. Make sure your children and your grandchildren and the next third and fourth and fifth generations win the race. See, we look around now. We get ready to hit the second wave. I work in a hospital. I could tell you we get ready to hit the second wave. I hope you all changed your diet. You're taking your knack, like I told you, your vitamin D. Make sure you have plenty of vitamin C in your diet because it's coming back. Watch your children. I told you, children and germs go together. Don't try to break their fevers. They can't tell you they're sick. You as parents should know your children are sick when they're not eating or they're not moving about. Take care of your children because now they're trying to kill our generations off. Take care of yourself. Your home, admin, at Welcome to the Foundation. Step up your games because you already lost one. You can't play chess and be in a losing position all the time. Kings, queens, drug dealers. Brothers that were incarcerated, that you are now free. Sovereign citizens, all the different communities, my real estate brothers, my get get money brothers, sisters, get with admin at Welcome to the Foundation. Link up with Yusuf Al. Link up with Brother Salt Al. Time is growing short. When this next wave come around, we all going to be in trouble. Make sure your house and your trust, your foundations are in order. My brother, every storm, this too shall pass. Keep your head up. Remember, the ancestors are watching us all. We need to get back to royalty. There is nothing, nothing that shall separate you from the love of God. You do what you have to do. Stay honorable, stay noble. Stay thankful, humbled at all times because all paths are going to be clear for you. Make sure you do the right thing. 
to all of those that are listening, my brother is not so hard if you are honorable. You can talk to him. You can work with him. Be a man and a woman about your honor. You make a vow, honor your vows, kings and queens. My brother, as always, keep the struggle down to a minimum. Keep the fight on the front line because it's real. Don't let anybody break you. Don't let anybody tarnish your name. We know the trustees and the trainings. We know in the trainings. We know the work. We know the conversations. Peace, my brother. Stay on the forefront. Peace, kings and queens, community. Peace, sister. Always appreciate your words. It's, you know, a lot of times you get to speaking and maybe you listen to though and you can you pick up on my energy and like sometimes you be saying what I need to hear. So yeah, I, I appreciate you. Thank you. Nothing stays the same. Everything changes. So you know, next week I'm gonna be back to my normal, normal self doing. My normal dance with the footwork, you know what I mean? Footwork. But still, regardless of my mood, I'm going to bring what I consider to be value. Now, when it comes to these debts and this fair debt collecting and all stuff, you know, it's like back off. I'm not in the mood, right? Now, I know you're probably not in the mood either. And it's the worst position. To be not in the mood without a move up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to give you moves. Moves is dealing with presentments. The moves is, you know what I'm saying? Verification. That's the move. Regardless of the mood. Regardless of my mood, you know, I'm here to bring I'm bring I'm here to bring it. I'm here to step on those feel a certain way. You know, um, I, you either love me or you, you, you hate me. People either want to be real close to me or they want to bother me. There's really no in-between when it comes. And I'm good with that. It's been, like, yo, my whole life has been like that. You know, so I'm either going to push you forward or I'm going to make you feel terrible about not doing what you're supposed to be doing every day because I'm around. So I accept that. I'm good with that. But, you know. Ultimately, my job is not to be liked. My job is to have fans. My job isn't to, you know, uh, a celebrity or anything like that. My job is to, you know, um, my job is to speak the truth, man. My job is to tell the truth. My job is to teach. When someone says, hey, you, you, you get a lot of more, you know, money in vinegar, so you can tell more people. You can change your attitude a little bit more soft. Man, I came from the hood, fam. What you mean? Soft? I don't be doing no sissy dance. The guy that you don't. Say no, you know, ain't no, ain't no, where I come from. You know, I don't know, maybe you come from a different spot, you know, but. 
No. Who is this? But I know, I know who stand here on our final with me. You know, I'm not perfect. Never will be perfect. Been through some shit. Crazy. You know, I got issues. I got things, you know, triggering my mind. And you know, I got, you know, psychological things because I've been through traumatic events in life. And so have you probably. But here's the thing. I acknowledge the stuff. I know who I am. I know myself. I'm good with me, you know. I'm good with the good and the bad. And why, like, if, if we cool and I care about you and I get upset or get an argument, it's more like I'm here for because I don't respect you because I do respect you because I care about you because it's because I love you and because you get emotions under control before I talk to you. It's respect and that's honor. And a lot of people miss it. That like oh you better than you want to try to talk like look you can get your ego and my ego isn't this and it looks all weird and stuff and you think it's me and stuff it really ain't man so yes 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 this shall pass there's a lot of stuff going on I feel like I feel a lot of responsibility you know what I mean but I got y'all and. I got this. So, you know, you bet I love you. you know what I'm saying I love you. I love y'all. I really do. Y'all y'all might I'm sure he's just saying that to be straight up. I love y'all, man. Y'all are y'all are my family. Y'all are the reason I got to jump on every dance. Straight up. There's people there's people that Email me, try to call me, and I don't, you know, I don't, they, they weird, and I don't, I don't deal with them, man. Yo, you can do business, ain't no business, man, the foundation is charity, man, it's run, it's like a non-profit, non-profits make money, but the but purpose is a charitable purpose, man, this foundation ain't to make money, ooh, ooh, I know something, so let's go make money, no, it was, ooh, ooh I know something, you know, everybody who will listen. Cause this is crazy And they're tripping Thinking we stupid Thinking I'm dumb You think I'm stupid That's the thing with me man It, it hit me deep Cause it's like Oh you think I'm stupid You think I'm dumb You think I can't get this You, you think I can't I can't understand What this is You think I'm just walking around My whole entire life And not gonna wake up To the fact that I'm being played Yeah, right. So, you know, I love y'all. I really do. I really appreciate y'all. Let me take one more call. 832, and I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to take this out. 820802. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace. This is YC from um, H-Town. Oh, Peace, YC. How you doing? I just want to... I'm awesome. I just wanted to chime in and just say thank you. That was really great information, and it's really right on time. I guess, like you said, for a lot of us, it's just like you said, oh, for yeah. a lot of us. And I was actually going through something very similar, um, you know, sending um, some information in and getting, you know, those reject letters. So um, you saying what you said, I can definitely have the resources that I need to uh, get that situation taken care of. Yeah, definitely. And then you know, hit them, hit them back, and say, "Hey, 
tell you know, due to the current circumstances, I've had some extra time in my hands. And with that extra time, I looked into a law dictionary and looked up verification. And ver- and then and that's you know, and I suggest you know you look up the term verification and you you type up you put the 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 definition in there. So so they know that you know like. I'm not stupid. Y'all think I'm, they think we're stupid is what it is. They think we're stupid with this debt collection stuff. So let them know you're not stupid. You can even put the def, include the definition in there and then specifically say where here's the definition. Can you tell me what you did? How that correlates to the definition of verification. And then just sign it and send it to them. A lot of people get caught up in this, oh, it needs to sound real professional, and I need to sound... No, it doesn't. It, your, your letter does not... No, it doesn't. And it doesn't matter. You're not an attorney. It's not supposed to look like that. The only thing you got to ask for is verification. And, you know, use the green slip. Certify mail with the return receipt. Because then you'll know when they got it. And you can bring that. They keep they keep going without verifying the debt. $1,000 per per charge per thing but you gotta be going to go to court most of us is chilling at the crib I'll go to court I ain't got nothing else to do I'm gonna take these fools to court and at the very very uh, least I'm learning something we'll take them to court for all claims it's $10,000 so wait until it adds up to like 10000 and, and file it and take them to court you're gonna win and this is what people don't do people don't you know and I know it's scary. I get scared. My heart be beating and stuff. Get a lump in my throat. You know, thinking they're going to come out here and snatch me up, throw me in jail. My babies, my, my children, all. Oh, I'm going to lose everything. Like, we all go through that, man. That's that's really, I think that's normal. It's, it's we really, uh, we really admire the people who do the things that we're fearful to do. You know, the race car drivers, the astronauts, stuff like I'm not going into space, so I really admire astronauts. I'm not, it's not happening. I'm, I would never go. You want to go tomorrow? Nope. I'm staying on Earth. Well, the, the meteor is coming. Well, I'm going to meet the meteor then because I'm not, and this is one of them things. But like, you will really admire yourself when you, when you stand up and you really do the dance. So, yeah, I really, I'm very happy that you learned something, and I'm very happy that, you know, it's right on time for you. But you got time. If you're going back and forth with them, and you haven't gone silent, you still have time. You have time up until the court date. Matter of fact, you have time up until you walk into the court hearing. And that's a fact. And most of these parts are not going to sue you. They just really want to play with you and mess with your credit. You know, because it's all that. You're going to say this and I owe this. Okay, you're going to put on my credit, but you didn't bring me to court. You didn't like try to sue me for a judgment and garnish my wages. You just want to throw it on my credit. And I see these third-party debt collectors you know they want to throw in your credit they might garnish your wages if they can get you to admit or make a, a small payment and stop paying and then you know go silent or something like this but it's a game it's a big game it's a huge game and they think we're stupid and that makes me feel a certain way so I will jump on here and break it down like you know I'm not going to charge nothing for it look up verification you follow that and follow that you'll be you'll need exactly what you you'll have exactly what you need right there I promise you. So yeah, um, I'm glad. I'm glad. YC, thank you. Thank you.
And with that, <clears throat> I'm out of here. It's been real. And, um, you know, I definitely... I definitely enjoy every every single time that I'm able to jump on here and and chop it up with y'all and, and parlay some of the information I've learned on this journey. You know, I've been I've been all over the world. Like I'm not I don't really have fear and and I'm not saying that to be cool or to be admired. It's it's it was um it was one of the components that allowed me to do the things that I was able to do and 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 Achieve the things that I was able to achieve and, and I don't care what you think If you think my achievements are cool or not It's what I think about them And how my achievements make me feel You know how I feel about myself Because of what I've done And what I've able to do And what I've able, able been able to overcome With regards to situations and fears and, and circumstances and stuff like that It's all about how I feel about myself It's all about how you feel about yourself It's not about how anyone else feels That stuff is cheap, it's fake fictional it's public You're how other people feel about you it doesn't matter what matters is how you feel about you and it is breaks down to what you do and if you're scared you feel a certain way you're supposed to be doing that or doing something or learning that or something and that's what I do on this path on this plane of existence that I walk before I shake the dust off my spirit I'm looking to investigate the things that make me feel a certain way. Whether I need to learn more or achieve more or or overcome more. You know, the things that 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 make fear rise from 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 the you know the depths of my my my, my belly and stuff. The fact that I feel fearful makes me feel a certain way, so there's no way I'm turning around. And if I can give that to you, I would, you know. I really would because it's very empowering but you just got to start with one thing one thing that you believe in one thing that you know is not right it's not true and just say no and stand there and say no and be willing to accept whatever result happens but trust that you will receive the best result because you are in the right you have the correct intentions you are just standing up for yourself you haven't harmed anybody And you're just doing your dance. So, you know, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. You know, I trust y'all have a great week. You know, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com if you want to jump into this trustee training. We'll work it out. Close mouth, don't get fed. I invite you to check out um, RT Did Not Want It. <laughs> it's funny I was cracking up It's like 8 seconds long It's a video I usually don't do this man Jump on YouTube Type in the letter R As in Robert T as in Tom Didn't want it Like RT didn't want it And you know You probably you type in RT And then type in DID And it'll probably come up But it's like 8 seconds long It's funny The more you watch it The more funny it gets Had me dying Sometimes you just need to You know do things purposefully to to bring positivity or joy into your life and you know sometimes I just watch stupid videos and it makes me laugh and I feel better maybe you know I don't know laugh at that video RT didn't want it crack me up man I was dying (laughs) 
with that being said, y'all, y'all have a great week. You know, um, I really appreciate y'all, you know, checking out the show, especially everybody who just listens to me talk for two hours. You know, I really, I mean, you know, what a gift. Y'all do your dance, you know, um, you know, I don't know. We only, I, I look at it like we only get, I only get one shot at this, man. There's no guarantee I'm coming back. And if I do, from what I understand and from what I see, I won't remember. It's rare that I will remember. You know what I mean? So it's like, look, I get one shot at this, man. So, you know, I'm making it count. And I suggest you do too. And I don't mean, you know, just go crazy and do stupid stuff. But, you know, you know, try to live in the moment sometimes. Be aware, you know. Um, don't, um, you know, sometimes observe yourself in situations. Observe yourself observing yourself, you know. Is that the type of person that you would want to be around behaving like that? I think it's important. But ultimately, enjoy yourself and do the things that make you yourself proud. And remember the little the little you that made decisions for today and did you honor the little you? And if not, maybe we should start making moves to honor the little the little you inside. That being said, 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. Why not? Because, I mean, hey, it's not going to hurt. Y'all have a great week. Email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. If you have any questions, consultations, trusted training, whatever. And, uh, you know, believe in yourself, enjoy yourself, and uh, take care of yourself. I'll catch you next week right here at the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com here on High Frequency Radio Network. Love y'all. Peace to the gods. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.